It is 19 minutes past 12 on Te Purong o Te Paututanga. I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Anan Zaki. Kia ora, Anan, what have you got for us in the business news today? Kia ora, Charlotte. Well, airports and utilities software developer Gentrack is back in the black, driven by strong revenue growth. Net profit for the year-ended September was $10 million, compared to the $3.3 million loss a year earlier. Revenue rose more than a third to just under $170 million, driven by a 37% increase in utilities and a 21% increase in airport revenue. That revenue included what was called one-off earnings of nearly $28 million from now insolvent UK-based customers. Chief Executive Gary Miles says with the recovery in aviation, Gentrack is feeling bullish about its prospects. Transformations across the sector are picking up pace. I don't think we've seen the full speed or um, capability of this come through yet because, once again, it kind of just turned back on and the sales cycle is you know, not immediate. But we know how to tell our story, and when you double the pipeline, you know, that, that should put you in a pretty good position. So, once again, and, and the move to Tier 1s with airports like Shipbowl and Sydney and Auckland and Luton and Gatwick, those are all name customers, is, is pretty encouraging. Gentrack upgraded its full-year revenue forecast by 7% to about $170 million. Aged care and retirement village operator Arvida has posted a slight first-half profit increase amid tough operating conditions and a slow housing market. The operator of 36 villages had a steady profit of $90 million as its portfolio increased in value. The underlying profit fell 14% to $33.6 million, with a rise in revenue offset by higher costs. Arvida's chief executive, Jeremy Nicholl, says the outlook is positive, but the company has scaled back its short-term development plans given current market conditions. The key considerations for us will be around the better performance from cash flows from sales settlements. So obviously in the first six months, the amount was weaker than we'd hoped based on prospective residents being unable to sell their homes. So we just want to see that normalisation coming back into the residential housing market. And we also want to see where construction costs are landing. We've already seen increases in construction costs reduce. We also want to see those housing prices start to increase as well. Despite the challenging first half, Jeremy Nichol says the value and volume of sales exceeded the same period last year. Well, two property concerns have reported half-year results and with different outlooks. Diversified property company Stride made a bottom-line first-half loss of $48.8 million, a couple of million higher than the year before. But as with the sector overall, the result reflects falling property values, which were $50.5 million, although underlying earnings were steady at $25.4 million, with rental income a shade above a year ago. The company owns offices, shopping centres to the big-box retail sites, but says in the current environment it's looking after its capital. Meanwhile, small-scale developer Asset Plus has slipped into a first-half loss of $4.7 million from a small profit last year, driven by value write-downs. The company has been developing and divesting properties, with its occupancy rate at 42% as it looks to decide its future. The value of its portfolio is $180 million, 
and it's pondering another asset sale, which it says if it goes ahead, will offer a range of options, including winding up or going in a new direction. Consumer spending was restrained and lower than a year ago on the biggest retail event of the year, Black Friday. Figures from payments firm Worldline, which oversees about three-quarters of electronic payments, showed overall sales were down nearly 6% on last year and by about the same amount on pre-COVID spending. Core spending, excluding hospitality, food and liquor, was just over $126 million, making it the biggest retail event in the country. Worldline's New Zealand Chief Sales Officer, Bruce Profitt, says the amount spent was lower, but spending behaviour is changing. We've seen this trend over the last five years of, of spectacular sales this time of year. Uh, what we did see over the weekend was Saturday actually be the largest day to date this year for retailers, uh, with a total spend of about $64 million on our network. But when we do have uh, a slightly smaller Black Friday, we do see those sales extend longer. Uh, and that spend typically increases in the second and third week of December. The decline in spending was highest in Southland, Wairarapa and Wellington, between 9 and 16%, and only three regions had rises, the best being a 6% lift in Marlborough. Data services company Black Pearl Group's artificial intelligence product is exceeding expectations, driving strong revenue growth. Chief Executive Nick Lissette says the company's Pearl Diver product is helping it achieve a cash-positive position with its half-year financial result expected later this week. The company recently raised nearly $4 million to fund growth in the United States, which he says is the only market Black Pearl is focused on. What New Zealanders do really well is we understand small to medium-sized businesses and focus on that really well. And so when we create products here in New Zealand that are very much built for that end of the market, that is the backbone of the US market, yet one that I think is hugely underserviced. I guess it is a bit odd uh, being listed in New Zealand and focusing in America, but we seem to be doing a good job of it. Nick Lissette says Black Pearl expects to be generating a profit from next year, and the company listed on the NZX a year ago. Well, time now for an update from the financial markets, and we're joined by Simon Brandley of Jardin Securities. Uh, kia ora, Simon. How are we looking in the local share market? Yeah, kia ora, Nan. Um, the NZX 50 is currently down 6 points, or 0.1%, at 11,148. Um, that's ahead of tomorrow's RBNZ meeting, where the market universally expects OCR rates to be left unchanged, the focus instead being on the forecast OCR track. Um, Oceania Healthcare is the best performer on the NZX 50 today. It's up 1 cent or 1.5% at 70 cents. Vital Healthcare is up 3 cents or 1.4% at $2.14. And Manawa Energy is up 6 cents or 1.3% at $4.53. Lagards today are Avida, it's down 2 cents or 1.9% of $1.04. That follows first half 24 results released to the market this morning. Stride is down 2 cents or 1.5% at $1.31. And Ryman Healthcare is down 8 cents or 1.5% at $5.30. Can we just have a headline ASX figure and then the New Zealand dollar please? Yes, certainly. The ASX is currently trading up 42 points or 0.6% at 7029 just note we do get um, CPI data out of Australia today. The NZ dollar is trading largely unchanged. That's our major trading partners currently buying 60.97 US cents, 92.22 Australian cents, 
55.64 euro cents, 48.25 Great British pence, 90.5 Japanese yen, and finally the Kiwi is currently buying 4 spot 36 Chinese yuan. And finally, interest rates, oil and gold. Yeah, the New Zealand 10-year Treasury yield is at 5%, the 90-day bank bill at 5.66%, Brent crude is trading lower at $80.08 US dollars a barrel, and gold is trading up at 2,013 US dollars an ounce. Thanks, Simon. Simon Bradley of Jardin Securities with our market update. And the news and numbers updated for you around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business. Kia ora.